Welcome to the Healing for the Soul podcast, where we dive deep into the unknown that is all things divine. My name is Heather, and I'll be your guide as we explore practical ways to deepen your connection to the superconscious, develop your spiritual gifts, and learn how to break down the barriers that sabotage us from experiencing our heaven on earth within right now. So get comfortable, grab something to jot your aha moments down on, surround yourself in a ball of white light that is source consciousness, and prepare to enter into a whole new world. Welcome back to another episode of the Healing for the Soul podcast. I'm your host, Heather, and today we're diving into the realm of experiencing authenticity, speaking to the discovery of how to be more of our authentic selves, along with looking at what being authentic is versus what it is not. A journey that goes beyond our individual existence to embracing the very core of our being. So what is authenticity? If you Google the meaning, you will see that to be authentic is to be genuine, and to be genuine is to be actually and exactly what is claimed to be. So to me, this means to be authentic is to be showing up as the embodiment of the truth of who you are. Therefore, the only way for us as individuals to be able to experience authenticity within ourselves and in our external world would be through knowing the truth of who we are. How someone goes about discovering the truth of who they are is the adventure that an individual will need to go on that takes place from within themselves. As a consciousness leader, I have worked with hundreds of women and even some men over the last six years, assisting them with their personal development and self-discovery journey. From the knowledge I have gained through my years of experience, I now understand that authenticity is not something that can be learned, taught, or even experienced without doing the personal inner work. An individual's personal inner work requires them to take actions doing things that have unknown results, such as facing uncomfortable fears, thoughts, insecurities, and emotions. The reason the results are technically unknown is because every individual will have their own unique experience when they face these things that are creating discomfort within themselves. However, if I have learned anything from being a lifelong medium, it is that unknown does not mean evil, bad, or unfavorable. From my experience, it's quite the opposite. Not doing the inner work leads to evil, bad, and unfavorable behaviors, experiences, and results. Whereas when you dive into the unknown, the only thing waiting for you at the other side is light, love, gifts, and miracles that source consciousness, your spirit team, and your higher self have been waiting for you to experience. As I have done this work for myself and taught many others how to do it as well, I am confident that this is the reason we feel called to do inner work or make positive changes in our lives to begin with. I believe our spirit knows and remembers the truth about who we are and how we can truly be baptized from all pain and suffering and be reborn into our perfect divine design. What does it mean to be reborn into your perfect divine design? I have been shown that each individual has an expanded self or a higher self that has the ability to guide them down the path of least resistance, and along the way, they will land upon everything that is meant for them by divine right, under grace, and in perfect ways. 
This means you can meet your divine selection, twin flame or soulmate or whatever term you like to use. You will align with your perfect expression by remembering the truth of who you are as an infinite being who is capable of anything, therefore helping you to know and create the perfect career or business for yourself and be confident that your financial affairs are taken care of infinitely. So what is waiting for us if we face the unknown? I have been shown humanity's potential and the new world we are entering into. This world I have been shown is what I can only imagine to be just like the Garden of Eden pre-fall. This means life is eternal. No man can make any mistake. There is no more judgment or separation, and there is no more pain or suffering, and it will indeed be heaven on earth. However, if we are to return to the streets that were once paved with gold, the work to get there is in the fate of our hands as individuals. This means you are not to concern yourself with other people's journeys, waking them up or helping them to remember. It is very important that everyone remembers the truth of who they are on their own, or they won't be strong enough to embody their fullest potential. That is why when someone wants to work with me and wants to see and know what I've been shown for themselves, I am confident that I can awaken them to the truth of who they are. But remembering is a process. The individual must have a good relationship with their emotions, remove judgment and resentment from their heart, and learn how to face pain and suffering with compassion and understanding. This is the foundation in which a student will have to build to be strong enough to wake up fully and ascend to their fullest potential in this lifetime. This is the first phase all of my students have to go through, especially if they are new to manifesting or inner healing. The reason for this is things like authenticity, joy, gratitude, and abundance are not frequencies that can be artificially created if the individual has gone through so much within their lifetime that the bad is outweighing the good and therefore places a blockade or a barrier around the individual's ability to remember how to create these frequencies to begin with. That is why telling a depressed person to say affirmations can actually be very harmful advice. Or why, if you tell someone with crippling fears or anxiety to just take action, it can actually be the very thing that dismantles their belief within themselves to accomplish what they are wanting to accomplish to begin with, making them feel like those experiences are only possible for others, but not for them. Therefore, if someone is wondering how to experience authenticity or learn how to be more authentic, the only path for this to occur would be through the journey of self-discovery where the student is at a place in their life that they are ready and willing to look at everything they are thinking, feeling, and believing in, leaving judgment at the door and practicing being curious about everything instead. Taking the time to question everything they ever thought to be true, being curious enough to wonder if everything they are attached to being right about is actually wrong, asking themselves questions that will make them face the truth of who they think they are will be the path to knowing if they really are everything they tell themselves to be, or if they are actually much more than that. Who am I without these rules, standards, and expectations I have placed on myself? What if everything I fear is true and the worst things do happen? How will I feel? How would I show up differently if I knew that the only way these fears, doubts, and insecurities could ever even happen to begin with is if I continue to give power to them in the forms of my thoughts and beliefs? What if it was true that if I stopped believing in the very things that are causing so much pain and suffering in my life and the world around me, that they would indeed disappear? 
If I stop speaking to these things, believing in them, and giving my power and energy to these things I wish would stop happening, would they go away? From my experience, the answer is yes. Have you ever been in a relationship before with someone, could be a lover, friend, or even a family member, and this particular person kept doing things to hurt you, and eventually you put your foot down and said enough is enough. You drew a line in the sand, and you told them to leave you alone and don't come back. What happened? I know for me... I have ended many relationships that brought me to this point. And what happens after I draw my line in the sand has a trending result. The result I experience when I do this is the person I want to go ends up leaving. And it's like they have completely phased out of my universe and I never think, see, hear, or remember they even exist. This begs the question, if we draw a line in the sand and say no more to things like obesity, death, trauma, lying, greed, selfishness, and so on, would they too end and disappear out of our existence? As of right now, I can only answer this question based on the results of my own experience along with the knowledge I have received from my own mentors and then passing along my knowledge to others and paying attention to what happens for them. Therefore, from my experience and based on what I know right now, the answer to that question is an astonishing hell yes. They would disappear if we all as a collective take our power back from them through doing our own individual inner work that comes with wanting to discover the truth of who we really are. So what does it look like for someone to go on this journey of discovering the truth of who they are? I believe that authenticity is something we as humans are born with, but we begin to slowly forget how to stay authentic around the third and fourth year of our lives. By the time we are seven years old, we are basically fully programmed by our families, friends, and teachers. If this program continues to be repeated and is never questioned, it will shape the person's life and impact everything they experience as they grow up, such as their relationships to others, how they handle money, and what they believe they are capable of doing or not doing. Likely finding themselves in situations that feel just like the shit they went through when they were younger, whether they remember it or not. The reason for this is because most people in today's society are not raised learning how to think for themselves or how to think differently from their peers and parents, simply because there is so much fear ingrained in us that creates this need to control our children or our loved ones to try and satiate this idea that we can protect each other. However, the truth is the only thing in this world that can protect us is our ability to have faith and to be able to surrender. These fears that lead us to attempting to control everything is the cycle that causes us to end up losing connection to our authentic selves. Somewhere along the way, we begin to correct ourselves in order to fit in, because I see more often than not, if a child rebels against its programming, they are then outcasted and disowned because the family's fears are too much for them to process when the child disobeys the rules they've created that make them think they're allowing them to be in control of everything. The barriers that are causing it to be so challenging for people to be in their most authentic state of being are the conditions, systems, and laws placed on every situation, such as our justice systems, healthcare systems, judicial systems, public school systems, and parental expectations. Things like this are creating experiences like separation of the family, which I believe causes a lot of anxiety for parents, lovers, and children. It is also creating so much shame and judgment around what is right, and wrong to do that people choose to isolate, which creates depression because it is our natural nature to grow, learn, adventure, and be in utter joy in every moment. However, our fears, insecurities, judgments, and worries 
cause us to feel like we must do as we are told. And when we are stuck in these cycles, we end up feeling powerless. And ultimately, we are unable to access the true essence of who we are as individuals. And this creates the block in being able to access our most authentic self. Authenticity can sometimes be confused with being too direct or oversharing too much of yourself at once. But from my experience, these things are not connected. Oversharing is a symptom of the fear of being misunderstood and does not mean someone is being authentic if they are being overly self-disclosing. From my experience as someone who has struggled with oversharing too quickly, this is coming from a place of fear and not a place of trust. When I am in my most authentic nature, I actually want to disclose less and less information to others, not because I worry they won't like or enjoy me, but because I trust myself so deeply to only say what is necessary. The older I get and the more I experience my most authentic self, the more I resonate with the saying less is more. I genuinely believe not everything needs to be explained, and it is in our attempt to explain something so others can understand our perspective that miscommunication ends up being the only result, leaving people upset or confused after the encounter, causing the oversharer to go deeper into their own shame and insecurities of wondering if they are enough or if there is something wrong with them, confirming their biggest fears. I believe that if people are misunderstanding or misconstruing the way you are expressing yourself, Meanwhile, you may feel like you are just doing your best to be yourself. Without even realizing it, you may be stuck in your false self or ego self more than you are actually being authentic. This is a situation where I only feel I have any rights to speak on it because I've had plenty of phases or moments in my own life where I felt like I was doing good, trying my best, and leading with love, but I was indeed stuck in my ego unconsciously. However, even though we as humans can get stuck in these phases without even realizing it, I do believe we are divinely protected in those moments, as the infinite spirit only operates on unconditional love, understanding, and forgiveness. So once you wake up to the truth or the awareness that you haven't been being authentic like you thought you have, you are immediately forgiven for anything that happened in that period and can be shown the way to fix anything you feel you left broken if you are called to. Ultimately, I believe that if you are connected to your expanded self or your higher self, you will know how to take care of your own emotional needs and no longer let any other person, place, or condition be the source of your health, joy, abundance, or fulfillment. Instead, you will naturally let the source of all there is take you on a magic carpet ride that will allow you to stop worrying about getting it right or getting it wrong. Along the way, you will know with unwavering certainty that no matter what things look like in the moment or on the surface that you are truly taken care of. And as long as you are leading with love, even if you offend or hurt someone in the process, you are already forgiven and will be shown how to restore any damage created from ignorance along the way. From my experience, when I'm in my most authentic state of being, everything else in my life begins to fall into place. The reason for this is because I believe the foundation in which authenticity is experienced comes from having a connection to yourself that is as if you have a crush on yourself or you feel like you're your own best friend. Therefore, when I'm able to show up in this way for myself, my relationships with others end up going so incredibly well because when I'm loving myself and not judging myself, this reflects into the outside world. Everything on the outside is only ever reflecting back to us the work we need to be doing within ourselves. 
Therefore, if I'm not feeling insecure or judgmental towards myself, I find no one else around me is triggering these experiences. And everyone I encounter is in their most joyous state of being simply because I am. And I am acting as a mirror for others to see what's possible for themselves so they too can begin to think differently and for themselves, which will inevitably lead them to experiencing genuine authenticity. As far as professionally speaking goes, I believe when the owner of a company is in their most authentic state of being, they are in the mindset of making sure everyone involved is taken care of in an overflow, and that is why they end up being so successful. I believe to be in your most authentic state of being, you must be connected to the spiritual truths and laws of the universe. As a result, you are connected to the infinite spirit, and you are able to awaken to the truth of who you are as an infinite being or an infinite child of the universe who has limitless potential. You are able to actually use your gifts and make your professional life one of abundance and prosperity because you will operate all of your financial and business affairs through the lens of gratitude, appreciation of everyone involved, and you will naturally give more than you take in the process. I believe practicing personal growth and self-awareness are what will contribute to an individual even knowing how to be authentic, as I do not think authenticity is something that can be practiced, but instead is something that is remembered and realized through going on a self-discovery journey within. Something else to know is the importance of learning how to only speak what you mean and mean what you say to the best of your ability, along with learning how to not take things personally from others. The more you accept yourself, especially the parts of yourself you judge or feel ashamed of, the less triggered by others you will naturally be because you will see each situation and words spoken for the truth of what they mean as you develop your relationship with your infinite spirit. Therefore, you won't need to worry about offending others or others offending you. Vulnerability is the path to authenticity, as going within and taking time to shine light on the darkness you carry within yourself can only be done if you are willing to face your fears, insecurities, and shame. As a personal development guide and consciousness leader, I know that someone cannot open themselves up to this without allowing themselves to be vulnerable enough to be radically honest and face the feelings with humility, as it is within the process they go through that will allow them to set themselves free from the very cage that holds their authenticity captive to begin with. And there you have it. This has been a journey through the intricates of authenticity, self-discovery, and personal transformation. Today, we explore the depths of what it means to be truly authentic, delving into the realms of self-awareness, societal conditioning, and the barriers that challenge our most genuine selves. So what is authenticity? It's not just a buzzword. It's an embodiment of your truth. Authenticity is not something you can learn or teach, but it's a realization that emerges from the depths of your own self-discovery journey. As a consciousness leader, I have witnessed the transformation of countless individuals who embark on this inner adventure. As we navigate the unknown within ourselves, it's crucial to acknowledge that facing discomfort, fears, and insecurities is an inherent part of the process. The unknown isn't evil. It's a gateway to light, love, and the miracles that await. It's a journey that allows us to shed the weight of the pain and suffering and be reborn into our perfect divine design. Speaking of divine design, each of us has an expanded self or higher self guiding us down the path of least resistance. Imagine aligning with your perfect expression, meeting your divine selection, and creating a life of abundance and prosperity. It's a journey toward a new world, a garden of Eden, where pain, suffering, and judgment cease to exist. Yet, to reach this utopia, 
we must recognize our individual responsibility. It's not about changing others or waking them up. It's about every soul remembering the truth on their own. The journey begins with inner work, a process of facing fears, questioning beliefs, and building a foundation of self-compassion. Drawing a line in the sand against negativity, fear, and limitations is a powerful act. Just as ending toxic relationships leads to their disappearance from our lives, collectively drawing lines against the social ills can pave the way for their eradication. To experience authenticity, one must embark on a journey back to their roots, a time before societal programming took hold. The barriers set by societal conditions, systems, and expectations create separation, anxiety, and shame. Breaking through these barriers requires self-discovery, facing discomfort, and nurturing curiosity about one's own truth. From oversharing to misunderstanding authenticity, personal experiences have taught valuable lessons. Authenticity isn't about revealing everything, but trusting oneself to share only what is necessary. Misunderstandings often indicate an unconscious reliance on the ego, but divine protection and forgiveness guide the way back to authenticity. Connect to your higher self. You become the guardian of your emotional well-being. Navigating the unknown becomes a magical carpet ride, freeing you from worries about right or wrong. Leading with love ensures forgiveness, even if unintended offenses occur. In the realm of relationships, authenticity acts as a magnetic force. Loving oneself without judgment creates a ripple effect, fostering joy in external connections. And professionally, authenticity in leadership translates to abundance and prosperity with gratitude and generosity as guiding principles. Authenticity is not a destination, but a journey intertwined with personal growth and vulnerability. The path within, facing fears and insecurities, leads to a liberation from the cage that confines authenticity. As we conclude this episode on authenticity, remember that your journey is unique. The key lies in self-discovery, facing the unknown, and drawing lines in the sand against the barriers that hinder your authentic self. May you embark on this journey with courage, curiosity, and compassion. Until next time, this is Heather, your guide on the Healing for the Soul podcast, signing off. Stay true, stay authentic. I hope that you enjoyed spending your time with me here today. And if you feel called to share this podcast or episode with someone that you know that you'll go for it. If you ever want to get support with like-minded individuals who are on a similar journey of waking up to the truth of who they are, visit soulhealerinstitute.com slash enroll now to see if enrolling to work with us is right for you. If you ever have any questions or want to reach out to us for whatever reason, you can email connect at soulhealerinstitute.com and we will be excited to connect with you. With so much love and appreciation to you and your very existence, until next time, remember, you are an infinite spiritual being creating and experiencing a physical experience. And the very awareness of this truth is a miracle.